1: Czy לשלום i chenule szalom weta cinenu? Mikolme waksiła tenu mi ma the shaman, the shaman, the shaman, the shaman, the shaman, the Shalom, Leviach. Yiraton milfanecha, al tasteret panecha. Em lo the The shalom. The shalom. The shalom. The shalom. The shalom.
2: All year Schorler fall, It is already starting to fall off since then. A small쟁, a final the me dabah kol kach, oh hey, vaani nitale ha
3: Ah, toy, ah, toy,
0: Khfa with uh, God Elbaz on that song Bring Back Our Boys," which already is uh, making its way around the world and uh, becoming somewhat of a uh, of an anthem along with other tunes for the um, the three kids who we pray for constantly. And um, there uh, that wraps up our first uh, segment here. At JM in the AM. Bring back our boys. Mordechai and David, before that with Anna Melech. You heard Yoni Shlomo with Achtov. Zehakatan done by Yaakov Shweki. Derech. God Elbaz. Praying that the, that the group of Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal make their way back safely ASAP. Regesh Modani, of course, opening things up. J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday on this June 17th and 19th of Sivan. 72 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 88. Tomorrow we get all the way to 92. And then uh, cools off a bit as the week goes on. 90 right now in Yerushalayim, 72 degrees here in Jersey City as we say good morning at J.M. in the A.M. Um Well, I mean, I, I said it... uh I said it plenty of times yesterday in a lot of different venues. And I just said it on Facebook and on Twitter, and I'll say it now here at this uh, amazing method of communication at JM in the AM. We miss Ed Koch. Today is, uh, is one of the days where the Jewish world misses Ed Koch. As he proved during his uh, lifetime and career when it came to standing up and making one's voice heard, he was unique in that way. And I don't know exactly how he would have reacted or what he would have said publicly regarding Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal, but I can guarantee you he would have been saying a lot more than other Jewish government officials out there. That I can tell you. But that's not even the reason why we miss Ed Koch. Here's the real reason why we miss him. Because he would have pressured... Those government officials that claim to always stand with Israel and that always claim to have Israel's best interests at heart and who always claim that they will be in the White House and in the halls of Congress fighting for Israel and for the Jewish people and especially for three kids who are now in the throes of a horrific, tragic situation. God knows what they're what they're going through and he would have pressured those government officials who always who walk around the community claiming to be our defenders to speak up by the way uh, just so everyone in this audience knows uh, we made efforts yesterday and made it very clear to the staff of many different government officials but for example we made it very clear to the staff of Senator Schumer that he is invited on this program and that we, we simply want him to answer the question that has been asked of me hundreds of times since Friday morning. And that is why he and others are not speaking up the way they should, are not demanding that the White House get involved. They're not demanding that Washington put pressure on the PA to um, to intervene and save these young boys. But uh, as I wrote to um, whoever his press representative is at about 11.30 last night, I guess it's just not important enough for him to take advantage of this forum to do so. You know it's funny because um and one of my friends pointed this out yesterday on Facebook. I uh, I saw yesterday the statement made by Senator Ted Cruz regarding the abduction of the uh, three teens in Israel, and I saw the statement that Senator Schumer and some others as well. There are others, some really weak statements. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a statement. You know, go go <laughs> say something. Um. At least in Ted Cruz's case, the statement had some teeth in it. It demanded that the government in Washington DC put pressure on the PA and, and stop funding the PA if necessary in order to make some progress in this issue. All right. There you go. There, there's something significant. You know, stop the flow of money. That's an idea. That's something that could help. But that was the exception. There are very few people standing up. There are very few people who are uh, making their voices heard. Now, on the positive end, yesterday I was on 42nd Street and 2nd Avenue, and Kol HaKavod to Rabbi Avi Weiss, Kol HaKavod, as he's been doing for, God knows, over 40 years, he uh, led a... Uh, An amazing prayer gathering, and that's what it was. It was a gathering of prayer. Uh, I give a special shout-out to our friends up at SAR in Riverdale who had 100 students there, and uh, it was just wonderful. A lot of very prominent people in our community, many rabbinic leaders. I am telling you, if you saw the mix of rabbinic leaders that were at yesterday's prayer rally... It would have put a big smile on your face. An array of rabbinic leaders. Um, uh, one of the world's most uh, well-known attorneys, Ben Broffman. And I said to Ben, I said, you have no idea how significant it is that we can mention that you took the time to be at this gathering. And um, Saad, to, to Glenn and to uh, to Glenn Richter, of course, and Traba Avi Weiss, and... Um, to everybody from uh, AMCHA and all the other organizations that uh, co-sponsored the event, Kolakavod, on the first available weekday, on the first available weekday to hit the streets of Manhattan and make our voices heard, they, of course, were there to do just that. And, you know, it's funny because when there's a gathering uh, near the Israeli consulate and there are, I don't know, 40, 50 people, and you see a press release that there were 100 people there, okay, you're somewhat skeptical. Yesterday I think it was the opposite. They were reporting two, 300 people. I think it was a lot more. I think it was a lot more that came and participated and were there uh, during the rally. So call like a vote, and to anybody who is um, arranging Prayer rallies and gatherings and uh, different types of uh, of a community tefilot in synagogues and yeshivot and different places keep it going. I was Rabbi Gertzelin was in touch with me yesterday and um, informed me from the Aguda from the Agudah Israel of America and informed me what was going on how under their umbrella they had an entire. Prayer gathering that was taking place last night, uh, with a whole variety of uh, shules and organizations and schools participating. And I said to myself, wow, it is so amazing. I mean, it's a shame that it took this type of episode to uh, get everybody onto the same page, but it is really amazing. From right to left, those who care about Israel seem to be uh, taking action and doing whatever we can in this case. And prayer, of course, is number one on the list. Uh, doing whatever we can to uh, to help in this situation. Uh, yesterday, I saw in a variety of places there were different people encouraging contact with uh, your members of the House of Representatives and uh, and representatives in the United States Senate. And I can't encourage that uh, enough. Uh, everybody out there now, it, it doesn't take long to um, to make a call to just express how you want pressure put on the White House and others to pressure the PA and others for information and uh, for help in securing the release of Gilad Naftali and Eyal um, so we have a role here we have a role there's something we could do people often ask what can i do here you have it you, you were just given an entire list of things that um, that can be helpful and i hope everybody out there uh, take something upon themselves to uh, participate in all that's going on. Um, I don't know if we're going to get a response from Senator Schumer or any of the other government officials that we've reached out to. We will see. But uh, but uh, we will certainly let you know if that happens. the AM at 20 minutes before 7 o'clock. More coming up at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County's at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, org. Elliot Weiselberg is going to visit us this morning here at JM in the AM. Um, one of the uh, amazing things about Yeshiva League sports is that it never ends. And I mean that it it is amazing because our kids get an opportunity to just keep participating in tournaments and fun stuff that just keeps on going. And he is, of course, the head of one of the most prestigious tournaments, uh, in what I call the Yeshiva League community. Elliot Weiselberg will be joining us and plenty more coming up between now and nine o'clock on a Tuesday. This is JM in the AM. I'm so glad Rabbi Besser from Manhattan Day School uh, called me minutes ago after I spoke about the gatherings that are going on around the world and how many amazing people and organizations and yeshivot and from right to left everybody seems to be uh, gathering in solidarity to uh, just pray and, uh, and act uh, by contacting our government officials. Anyway, I knew there was a gathering last night in the Upper West Side in Manhattan Day School for, uh, with many sponsoring organizations and schools in the area. Uh, what I did not know is what my Besser described to me and what I just watched as part of a CBS report uh, that was done in the 11 o'clock newscast last evening. And that is that the, the for those of you familiar, uh, Manhattan Day School has a relatively large uh, gym plus uh, uh, dining hall. Uh, which, when combined, holds uh, a good number of people. We're talking in the uh, high hundreds, and uh, that was completely packed. They had video of the uh, event on the news completely packed, or I besser tells me that the uh, uh, the hallway outside completely packed, the stairway up to the front entrance completely packed, and uh, just everybody who felt the need to get together and to do what we can for Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal, We're there at Manhattan Day School. So call a to the Upper West Side community and to so many other tens and hundreds of communities around the world that are participating. The only thing I didn't like is that the news report uh, included the uh, very weak statement by uh, Senator Schumer, which still continues to bother me to no end. Uh, and I asked, I asked, I pleaded with his staff to have him come on and to address this issue. And like I said on Facebook earlier, Uh, We miss Ed Koch. We miss somebody who's brave enough to get up there and make a statement and brave and in support of Israel and in support of of what's right. And we miss somebody who's able to get up and pressure other uh, Jewish and pro-Israel government officials to do the same thing. Uh, Anyway, um, kudos to those government officials who have chimed in, who have released statements with some teeth, who have released statements that include... Uh, economic, um, economic consequences if the PA doesn't cooperate and doesn't help a little bit more in this situation. Uh, that's a start. That's a start. Demanding that the White House, uh, stop funding, uh, this group that's associated, if not directly involved, certainly associated and now part of a government with the group responsible for the kidnapping of Gilad Naftali and Ayal. Late yesterday, by the way, we actually played a song, and this is going around to, to a lot of places. You may have heard it already, that, um, that was actually composed and sung, uh, by one of the kidnapped boys. And we'll get to that coming up as well, a little later on, here at JM in the AM. Partly cloudy with a high temperature of 88. Couple of notes regarding our show. First of all, Elliot Weiselberg is in our building. We'll talk about the big hockey tournament coming up. This coming weekend. Uh, also, Michal Przanski will visit us tomorrow. We postponed his visit from yesterday, and I thank him for his cooperation. We will get to it tomorrow here at JMN. We'll invite him in, talk about the brand new album, etc. Right here at JMN, and also App Week, which was supposed to be this week, a big week of celebration for us, celebrating our brand new NSN app. It does look like we'll be able to get to it starting Monday here on this show. So we'll, as we get closer, we'll update you, but hopefully we will have our App Week. And have some fun with that, uh, coming up uh, next week here at JM in the AM. 72 degrees, partly cloudy on a Tuesday. And, um, again, we are, uh, keeping Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal in our thoughts. I did see that the Jerusalem Post reported that after five days, the EU, the EU, who is never, ever, Lack of days ago when it comes to condemning Israel. But after five days, the EU has condemned on Tuesday today the kidnapping of three Israeli teenagers, calling for their immediate release and safe return. So, um, and the French embassy in Israel also released a statement of condemnation, calling the act cowardly and unacceptable. So there you have it. There are some people who are hopping on the condemnation bandwagon. Maybe some of them will actually make a statement that uh, has some substance to it, which would be unbelievable. Tuesday morning at 5 minutes before 7 o'clock. commend those who are following our lead on social media and uh, making it known just how many people who normally would be speaking up, if it was uh, fashionable to do so, are silent or near silent on this issue of the kidnapped boys in Israel and are not helping put any type of real pressure on the White House regarding Gilad, Naftali, and Eyal. Tuesday morning, it's JM in the AM, 7 o'clock in the morning, and America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored, WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Uh, Elliot Weiselberg will join us. We'll talk about the, uh, the big tournament coming up. The hockey tournament this coming Sunday. He actually has brought in a trophy that is almost as large as I am. In fact, the hockey player that sits on top of the trophy is reminiscent of the hockey player outside the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. That's how large it is, for those of you who have ever seen it. So we'll talk about that and more coming up. Um, Also, uh, a reminder that Michal Prusansky tomorrow morning with the brand new CD, Pruse Control, here at JM in the AM. And we mentioned earlier that uh, App Week was postponed because of what's going on, uh, a week that for us was supposed to be an App Week celebration. We'll uh, plan it for next week and uh, hopefully begin it this coming Monday here at JM and the AM and, of course, across everywhere at the Nahum Siegel Network. If you don't have the brand-new app, I, I heard from a lot of people yesterday about the app. It's one of the benefits of being at these public events. You get to hear from people who are really happy regarding the app. Um, if you haven't installed it yet, check out NSN, both Android and iPhone. Check it out and enjoy. Galay Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Seems that the EU condemnation of the kidnapping after five days seems to be the top story. We'll see if that holds true. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. Bokertow from J.M.N. Tzal, <laughs>
5: הורי הנערים החטופים עסרו בצהריים הודעה משותפת לתקשורת אחרי שהם נפגשו לראשונה מאז החטיפה.
6: המפגש הזה היה מאוד מאוד משמעותי עבורנו ומאוד חשוב. פגשנו אנשים טובים, חזקים, מלאי ביטחון בבורי עולם. זהו, אנחנו פשוט רוצים לחבק את הילדים. אייל, גלעד, נפתלי, אנחנו אוהבים אתכם, אנחנו מתגעגעים אליכם, ואתם תהיו חזקים, תיו חזקים.
5: כתובדנות אמר ירושלים מוסרת שמפגש המשפחות בבית משפחת פרנקל נמשך כשלוש שעות ובסופו התחבקו האימהות והודו לאנשי כוחות הביטחון ולאזרחים שמתפללים עבור ילדיהן.
6: אנחנו מתפללים שכל החיילים והילדים שלנו יחזרו הביתה בלי פגע. ואנחנו עשירי תודה לכל מי שמעורב בתוך המאמץ האדיר הזה. אנחנו מבקשים... להמשיך בתפילות ולהמשיך בכל העשייה הטובה שמורגשת במדינה בימים האלה.
5: המשכת הסערה בכנסת בעקבות דבריה של חנין זו על החטיפה, כתבנו עידו בן בג'י. השרה לימור לבנת הודיעה כי תדרוש מהיועץ המשפטי לממשלה ויינשטיין לבדוק האם דבריה של חברת הכנסת זואבי מאווים עבירה על החוק שר החוץ ליברמן כתב ברשת הפייסבוק זואבי היא טרוריסטית ודינה צריך להיות זהה לדין החוטפים לדבריו הצטרפו גם במפלגת הבית היהודי שם אמרו שזואבי אינה ראויה למקומה בכנסת חברת הכנסת אליזה לוי תמתה בוקר עם זוהבי שענתה את לא צנזור ולא תסתמי איפופיות
2: איך את מעצ
7: КА? איך אתה סמך זה? איך אתה
8: פטש את אלמאר? על של המשננות
5: הרוסים? מה? לגלות שירוט זהה? לא נסגר. آخر סופה. אני חושב שלא נסגר. אני חושב שלא נסגר. אני חושב שלא נסגר. אני חושב שלא נסגר. אני חושב בקרייה בתל אביב הסתיימה ישיבת הקבינט המדיני-ביטחוני שעסקה בצעדי התגובה של ישראל לחטיפה. בשטח סגן הרמטכאל אייזנקוט מסייר כעת בעוגדת איוש ובוחן את הערכות ההכוחות להמשך הפעולה ובייחוד האירופי מגנים. כתבתנו חן פישר.
2: בהצרה שפרסמה
5: שרת החוץ של הייחוד קתרין אשטון נכתב, אנו מגנים באופן חזק ביותר את החטיפה וקוראים לשובם הבטוח של הנערים הביתה, יוסיפה שפעולות כאלה רק פוגעות במאמצא חידוש שיחות השלום. במקביל, שריר צרפת בישראל גינה את החטיפה והוסיף. צרפת תובעת את מעצרה מושפיתתם של מבצעי המעשה הפחדני והבלתי מתקבל על הדעת. עוד בחדשות, צרפת יער משתוללת כעת בין מעלי החמישה לאבו גוש. שני צוותי קיבוי מנסים להשתלט על האש וחוחות נוספים בדרכם למקום. כתבנויות אמברגר מדווח שלפי שעה לא נשקפת סכנה לבתי היישובים. במקביל מול פן גלגלץ נמסר שכביש תל אביב ירושלים עמוס ממחלף שורש עד מחלף חמד בגלל רכב שעולה באש. התחזית מחר נאה עם ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך חדר שיפר.
0: Song, the song that's getting worldwide attention, unfortunately, for the reason that it is, and that is uh, because it was composed and sung by Ayal Yifrach, who is uh, among the three kidnapped boys in Israel. JM in the AM, if you're just tuning in, I uh, updated everybody earlier in the show regarding our attempts to uh, have Senator Schumer on the air. Uh, I said yesterday, and it's not just Senator Schumer, it's anybody who falls into the category of those who are uh, very vocal about how vocal they are in support of Israel. And I thought that government officials, excuse me, I thought that government officials by the hundreds who are big supporters of Israel and who seem to um, make the rounds at all of our events during the year, proclaiming how supportive they are, I thought government officials like that, I don't want to say would be chained to the White House gate, but I thought would be putting immense public pressure on Washington to get involved in this uh, kidnapping case that includes an American citizen. I thought they would uh, do at least what Ted Cruz has done, which is to um, demand that economics and um money that flows from washington to pa at least be questioned or stopped uh during this uh during the time of this episode something something with teeth um but everyone has been relatively silent as we know uh i invited senator schumer on to discuss this issue because he's uh, he's a very good sounding board when it comes to trying to convey to the community what's really going on in washington and what type of efforts are being made and what his position is etc but uh uh, his staff, which was very active with me yesterday in trying to secure him for a few minutes this morning, at some point yesterday, it just got completely, uh, uh, turned off that line of communication. So I, uh, let them know at 1130 last night that I am assuming that he is turning down our invitation, does not want to discuss this publicly. I mentioned earlier this morning and I posted on Facebook how, how today we really miss Ed Koch because of course it was Ed Koch who, uh, who publicly uh, called out those who would not stand up for Israel, and all of a sudden you saw people scramble to uh, to make much stronger statements and to uh, contact the White House when it came to the pressure that was being put on Israel. We have a tremendous amount of unity. And I uh, and I just saw, I mentioned uh, earlier, how Rabbi Gertzlin was in touch with me about uh, the different programs that were going on under the Agudas Israel umbrella, and obviously uh, in terms of other segments of the community uh, we have been talking about just how many and how incredible the prayer gatherings have been and how the rallies in support of the boys have been. Uh, I just saw photos from Lakewood, New Jersey, from base Medrash Gavoha. Uh For those of you not familiar, it is essentially the largest yeshiva in the world outside of Israel. And uh, there, as well, they had stopped their Torah studies at some point yesterday in order to gather together in a, uh, in a tefillah gathering. So the unity among, uh, the members of the Jewish community that, that have a, uh, a, a strong, um, that pay strong attention to Israel on a regular basis is just unbelievable. And others as well, even those who don't pay careful attention all the time, as Robert Herson pointed out yesterday. And, um, it is time that we demand from our public officials some type of real, real reaction to this. Where's the anger? Where is the anger? Where is the anger? Most of them are parents. Most of them can relate to having a teen and not knowing if they'll ever see them again and, and what that must feel like. In fact, um, in that channel two report last night, I want to commend, uh, both uh, Javi Khan up at Manhattan Day School and Daniel Posner, Manhattan Day School's president, who conveyed that exact message to the, uh, to the viewers last evening you know anybody with a kid understands all of this and understands the trauma the fear the the uncertainty the i mean i, I don't even know if any of any of us who have kids can even imagine what it must feel like for these parents so you would think that those who uh, claim to always be out there fighting fighting for uh, israel and for the jewish people would be much more vocal and 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 dedicating their public time to addressing the issue and showing some anger. And that is not happening. That is not happening. Maybe we could help change that a bit. It's a quarter after seven o'clock. Next is Elliot Weiselberg. There is another amazing tournament coming up in our community. And we will discuss that and uh, plenty more coming up right here at JM in the AM. Keep it here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 FM and around the world in the web, O R G. Well, I can't guarantee that this will put a smile on everybody's face, especially in light of everything that we are following regarding what's happening in Israel. But we'll take a break from the news of the day for a couple of minutes and certainly put a smile on the face of uh, some of the participants this coming Sunday. Elliot Weiselberg is here. He puts together an amazing hockey tournament every year in memory of his father. That has uh, just proven to be such a fun event and such an incredible uh, outlet for the kids in our community. And this is, uh, this year is no exception. The 2014 Martin Weiselberg Memorial Junior High School, uh, hockey tournament, a uh, junior high hockey tournament is going to, uh, uh happen this coming Sunday. The uh, participating schools include Hafter, Hank, JEC, Mariah, SAR, Yavna Academy, Yeshiva Hartora and Yeshiva of North Jersey. Elliot Weiselberg, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Good morning. You you, a beer. your hard work on behalf of making our kids happy is really appreciated. I got to tell you, I mean, oh. this is just—I I remember last year they just had a blast. I mean, um, every, everybody well, yeah, had happy, an amazing. I'm happy. So. <laughs> everybody had an amazing time, and uh, I know there are a lot of different components to this tournament. We'll talk about all of them. You actually brought in, which is a tradition. Oh. You're like the keeper of the cup. You actually brought in the tournament trophy, which is going to be handed to the winning team this coming Sunday. I'm assuming that's the, that's the winning team's trophy, right?
7: Yeah. Well, un- unfortunately, it doesn't seem to fit anywhere in my house. <laughs> so you're going to leave it here, huh? Uh, I have to tie it to the roof of my car to get home. This, <laughs> this
0: thing, as I said earlier, this thing is almost as tall as I am. It, What's the it's official phenomenal. dimension?
7: Uh, I think it's four and a half feet. Is uh, it four and a half feet, tall? I went to, uh I went to play hockey myself last night, and before me, there's like a kids' league. So we were like trying to measure up whether or not some of the kids were taller than the trophy. <laughs> it really is amazing. And they could see this, right? Facebook page has pictures of the trophy. Yeah, I put it up last night. Right. So people could see just how incredible it
0: is. It'll be handed to the winner of the tournament. And uh, your father would have enjoyed that, huh? So you I, get I a trophy so. like that being presented to one of the winning teams, to the winning team.
7: Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think... Honestly, I think anybody who comes Sunday will have aspirations of holding that at the end if they can actually lift that up. Unbelievable! Now, was this created by our friends at Crown Trophy? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, every year it, it, they cease to amaze me with their generosity and their 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 kindness. You know, it started this year with uh, with becoming the uh, the main sponsors of the Court Report, right. which was which floored me in and of itself, and then you know just every year. You know the the, uh, the amazing. I, I don't even know what to call and, it. And anybody in our co- Any, anybody in our community
0: who has kids that have rooms filled with trophies, chances are there the majority or all of them are from Crown.
7: Oh, very likely. Yeah. Crown Trophy is the uh, is the is the supplier of choice for the Yeshiva League, right. and every year. So every year. Any, anyone who's won a championship is very likely to have Crown Trophy of Brooklyn's uh, um, trophies sitting in their room. So the Feller family gets a big shout out this morning. Oh yeah, thank you, Mike, so much. Uh, <laughs> Mike and everybody else who works, Mike, Larry, the entire gang at Crown Trophy, they, they're so supportive and they're amazing people. Every time I go in, it's a smile and it's instantaneous that uh, you know you get helped, you get what you, you get what you need and. It's just it's an amazing feeling walking in there and just being able to chat with everybody and, and they chat up everybody too. Yeah, Mike, uh, Mike, I thank you as well. The last couple of days have not exactly been the uh, days to smile,
0: and I'll tell you, when Elliot brought this thing in, it certainly put a <laughs> smile on my face. So, a big thank you for that. All right, so the teams are set. Uh, yep. The schools that are participating are uh, are all set for this coming Sunday. Where does the tournament take place? The tournament is taking place in Yeshiva Har Torah
7: in That's Belrose. In no, it's in Belrose, Queens. In Queens, okay. Har Torah is in Queens. Um, I make the twenty minute, twenty five minute trek out there every Sunday. It's it's in two fifty ten Grand Central Parkway, Belrose, Queens. What time
0: do people be
7: there for the first game? First game starts at nine thirty. We will, however, be starting. Hopefully, our uh, our hopes are high that we're actually going to get a broadcast off the Ground this year Very nice. for the first time ever. We will hopefully be webcasting the event live. The webcast we hope will start at nine o'clock with a pre-tournament show, and that can be found on our website, hopefully at www.mwtournamentoneword.com.
0: Okay, and when does the championship game take place?
7: Sometime uh, generally uh, the the day sort of you know flows and sometimes slow, sometimes fast, but we're hoping sometime around five fifty. And it'll, should go from like somewhere around 550 to about 625. The team that wins this thing ends up playing how many games on Sunday? Four. There wow. Are, there are two ra- Well, it's, it's truncated games. It's, sm- it's smaller games, not right. like you would during the regular year. Right. Regular school year, you know, games are three 12 minute periods what we call stop time. Right. In the tournament though the way we do it is we do 3 8-minute periods running time just to get everybody everything in there because it's eight games during during the two sessions right. in the morning and the afternoon and then you have three playoffs. So 11 games you can't you can't have 11 full-fledged games at an hour and a half each. You'd be there uh, I mean as much, as much as I would enjoy it being there an entire day and a half for hockey uh, I think that I think that parents kids and schools and you know bosses might uh, might think otherwise. The defending champions, uh, who are they and are they there this year? Ah, uh, Miyashiba Hartora.
0: Hartora, so this is like a home field for them.
7: Well, it's o- it's always been home field. Thankfully, uh, Hartora has been amazing uh way back when I started coaching in Hartora. Uh, that first year was unfortunately when my dad passed away and the Hartora community was uh just amazing and, and I, I owe them a debt of gratitude and ever since that year, they've always said, you know, Elliot if you need our gym, you, you take our gym. So, uh, you know, for Rabbi Menchel and Mr. Fox, Rabbi Silverman, everybody at, at Yeshiva Hartora, they, they've just been amazing, amazing, so, and very supportive. And I, I can't thank them enough. Very nice. Was last year the first year they won, or they've won yes. before? Yes, no. The first last, time. last year was Hartora's first time, and it, it was a very, it was an extremely exciting feeling for me, given that the championship happened to be the two teams that I have coached in. <laughs> recent years with Hartora and Hank.
0: Very nice. All right, Elliot Weiselberg is here. The tournament is Sunday. It is open to the public. Open to the public. Free admission. All right, just come on in. Enjoy it. Participate. Obviously, family
7: and friends will be there, but you're saying anybody in the community could just come and have a great day. Come and support the kids. This is really about them. Uh, thankfully, thankfully we've, we've been able to give these kids an amazing experience over the last... Eight years. This is going to be the ninth tournament, right. um, and I, I. The reason why why this is exactly the reason why I, I don't like to charge admission because I want the kids to be there. I want other kids to come in and say, hey, you know, there's no burden to be here other than just to enjoy. The only way yes, just help donate because all the money, all, all proceeds go to Hatsala. Simple as that. The uh, the event is. Uh
0: uh, is going to support Hatsala, and you've written some big checks to them over the years because of the support of the community through this tournament.
7: Right. Last year, our, we set our goal at $7,500. We ended up raising $9,200. Right. This year, our goal is $10,000. Right now, given the, given the last couple of, last couple of months, things have been slow for people. So right now, we're about halfway there. We're hopeful that over the next week, we can find uh, some, more, some more people with big hearts, and some more people who can help us reach that $10,000 mark, because this is a project for the kids. Last year, we we came up with the contributors' cup, where the schools competed with each other to raise money. And I didn't bring that. Actually, that trophy is sitting in my car now. <laughs> I couldn't carry both in, but it's about almost as big as that. Very and nice. um, so. Last year, uh, last year, JEC happened to bring in around $2,100, and so they walked away with it. And we're hopeful that there will be a team that can, or a school that can, that can, uh, help us bring in the same. And we're hopeful that there can be outside sources that help us as well. And and
0: anybody who wants to contribute, What do they do?
7: Uh, You can go to the website, www.mwtournament.com. There's a donate function. Or you can also buy raffle tickets for our raffle. And what what are some of the prizes that you're giving away this year? Okay, well, we have two types of prizes. We have the $10 prizes and the $5 prizes. The $10 prizes, one is a... An autographed Ron Duguay jersey, former Ooh. Ranger, and it's autographed by former Ranger legends. Uh, well, Ranger legends, former Ranger players: Ron Duguay, Adam Graves, Brian Mullen, and Pete Stemkowski. For all our, for all of our yesteryear hockey uh, And um, And <laughs> also, we have a game-used goalie stick. Oh, I saw this. Autographed by Ranger legend Mike Richter, the I last Ranger goalie to win. Right, the Stanley greatest
0: match. goalie in Ranger history.
7: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of hopeful that he can be uh, superseded by a current Ranger goalie. You mean the one who gives up four two-goal leads in a series
0: and, and, uh, and loses three overtime games? I'm only saying that because I am at the other end of the argument about whether Lundquist is better than Richter, and I keep saying that he's not, and everyone else says that he is, and I just keep pointing out whatever I can grab onto to win this argument. <laughs> Wait, so you mean Game 7 isn't happening tomorrow night? <laughs> it is not happening oh. tomorrow night. I, I yes be. or no? Quick in the Ranger goal, the Rangers would be Stanley Cup champions. Yes or no?
7: Uh, I think Quick is the most tactical. Okay, so yes or no?
0: Way. Would they be champions right now? Because the opponents to me say no. He's also yeah. got a face fifty shots I'm with the team, the, the team with the team in front I of him. That's not that. as good. The
7: answer is no. The, an, the the problem wasn't the goaltending. The problem was the lack of scoring, the lack of clutch scoring, <laughs> and defense towards the end of the back stretch. Because you blowing two two goal leads. Great goalies don't lose three overtime games most great goalies haven't even gotten to three overtime games in the Stanley Cup. I
0: don't know.
7: I don't know. Anyway, the autograph is
0: from Mike Richter. Yes, the autograph it is Mike
7: Richter's it is Mike Richter's game used stick and it is Mike Richter's autograph. We also have uh, for the first time in our partnership uh, we have a we have uh, we're being sponsored or one of our sponsors is camp dovet hockey camp uh, right. I it's an amazing experience for me every year it's at the end of the summer and um, so camp Dovet has graciously donated a scholarship for the upcoming year which is a nearly $600 value summer of 2014 summer 2014 can go to any kid in any age group uh, because there are three age groups mm. and this is something we'll talk about at a later time but they but uh, Rabbi David Beitler and David been called. They were generous enough to, to be very supportive of this, and hopefully hopefully there will be some one kid, one lucky kid, will go to Camp Dovid this summer on the house, courtesy of Camp Dovid very and good. the Martin Weisselberg Memorial Tournament. Okay. That's it. So how do people get tickets to, this, uh, to for these prizes? Same place. You can either go to the website, www.mwtournament.com, or you can come to the event. They'll be on sale at the event. All right. Uh, The 2014
0: Martin Weiselberg Memorial Junior High Hockey Tournament happens this coming Sunday. Good luck to Hafter, Hank, J.E.C., Mariah, S.A.R., Yavne, Hartora, and Yeshiva of North Jersey. They're all participating. The Ron Duguay jersey, the autographed Mike Richter game used goalie stick, the Zach Parisi prize pack, the autographed pictures of people like Ovechkin, John Tavares, Mark Stahl, Brian, how do you pronounce that name? Gianta. Brian Gianta and the scholarship to Cab Dovet are all up for grabs. You can go to MWTournament.com for more information and to participate in the uh, in the raffle so you can help support Hatsala through the tournament, MWTournament.com. And if you want to be there Sunday, it's at Torah This coming Sunday, the first game is scheduled for 9.30 in the morning. It'll go all day. They'll do the championship game around 6 p.m. And just come and have a good time, and good luck to all the teams.
7: Appreciate it. If I can just uh, sure. say thank you to a couple of people. Yeah. Uh, this is the first year we really opened it up to sponsors, to business sponsors. So I just want to say thank you again to Crown Trophy for the amazing the amazing trophies and all the support. Uh, as I said, Camp Dovid, uh, Pizza Nash in Brooklyn, and a special thank you to Astoria Bank, Astoria Bank in Midwood, Adorama for their help with the, uh, with right. the broadcast equipment this week, right. and uh, Benny's Pizza in Queens for providing the pizza for Sunday. Thank you, everybody.
0: Um, like I always say, Elliot, it's a, a great day for the kids, and uh, thank you for putting it together. I'm sure a lot of families out there are very appreciative. Most fun day of the year for me,
7: absolutely. No. Good luck. Thank you so much, Nachum.
0: No predictions. That wouldn't be fair.
7: Uh, especially <laughs> not with me on the sidelines. <laughs> exactly. <for> the team. <laughs> that would not be fair. <laughs> 7.31 on a Tuesday.
0: It's JM in the My Thanks, to Elliot Weiselberg. Continue to pray, everybody, for the release of Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal. We'll have more about that coming up. I'm told that... Uh, uh, Congressman Wrangel is going to be joining us at some point in the eight o'clock hour, so I am told. We'll see what he has to say about the whole situation coming up at the uh, J.M. and the A.M. Our David Goldwasser is coming up next for us. And again, I remind you that it is very important, imperative that the um, community continue to put pressure on our government officials, especially those who always claim to be there for our community and the state of Israel. Continue to put pressure. Uh, to make much stronger statements and have, and make greater demands on Washington to get involved in this situation, to consider and implement economic, uh, uh economic, um, uh, consequences for the PA if they don't cooperate more fully, uh, with uh, the Israeli government. Um, we need Washington to stand up and to make it known that the White House and Congress cares about these three teenagers kidnapped in Israel. We must keep the pressure on. Contact every one of your government officials, the two senators here in Jersey, the two senators in New York, and, of course, whoever your representatives are anywhere in this country. And please make your voice known. I mentioned earlier that we, uh, we were in touch yesterday for a good part of the day with Senator Schumer's staff. I uh, conveyed to them just how important it is that he addressed this issue and to uh, try to give us a perspective on what is or what is not being done in Washington and aside from his very weak statement that came out regarding the kidnapping later in the day uh we were not able to secure him uh for this morning um uh, to address this issue and uh, not to get too nostalgic but I did emphasize this point a few times this morning and that is that unfortunately uh we miss Ed Koch Ed Koch was somebody who uh, in a situation like this as he had proven would put a lot of pressure on public officials who claim to be supporters of Israel to stand up and make their voices heard, just like, thank God, across the board, so many people in our community are making our voices heard through prayer and um, through prayer gatherings. And it's uh, just not happening. It is just not happening. The outrage that we are expecting from those who are, quote-unquote, supporters of Israel is simply not there. So We must keep the pressure on. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echenishmas, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning chizuk.
9: Good morning. We learn in Ishayo, Chizkio then turned his face to the wall and prayed to Hashem. He wept in intense weeping. Similarly, we learn in Avram, And Sarai complained to her husband, she said, you should have been mispalel, you should have prayed for me. Why? Because she desperately wanted a child. Yet, we learn in Yevomus that she did not have the physical capabilities to bear a child. How could it be that she complained to Avram that he didn't pray for a child? Haravach the famous mashkiach of the Lakewood Yeshiva, asks, What would have helped if Avram Avinu would have prayed for her? He answers, that a person can be mispalo for something that they even think is supernatural, something that is chutz chateva That is how great the power of prayer is. It's proven from here that the power of tefillah is so great that it can even create a bria chadasha, a new creation. A person should never say, "Mayel tefillasi." What will my prayer help? Who am I? Hashem listens to the prayers of each and every one of us. The Medrash Hatov says that if a person would know how powerful tefillah is, he would not stop davening from the moment that he gets up until the moment that he goes to sleep. One of the students of the famous Rabbi Yehuda Assad was once traveling between two cities. It was a desolate road. He was accosted by a highwayman who robbed him and then was going to kill him. The Talmud pleaded, but the Ratzayach would not listen. Finally, the Talmud realized it was too late to save his life. So he begged for a few moments, just to pray to Hashem and to say Kriyashma. He cried so much that finally the murderer relented and allowed him a couple of minutes to pray. The Talmud started to say Kriyashma with such great kavanah. When he finished the prayer, he opened his eyes and the murderer had disappeared. He immediately ran to his rebbe, Rabbi Yehuda Asad, and he asked him, what is the meaning of all this? The rebbe said to him, let me ask you a question. In your whole life, have you ever said Kriyashma with the enthusiasm and the Kavana that you did this time? Certainly not. They wanted to teach you from heaven a chapter in the laws of Kriyashma, a person has to accept upon himself o the yoke of the heavenly kingdom and to pray as if his life depends on it. In the schus of our heartfelt tefilas, may we soon hear of the imminent release of Gilad Mikhail, Yaakov Naphtali, and Eyal. Our thoughts and our tefilas are with them and their family at every moment.
0: Adani is done by uh, the Yeshiva Boys Choir. Tuesday morning, 72 degrees. It's a um, it's a day that we continue to think about uh, Gilad Naftali and Ayal. I'm told Congressman Rangel is going to join me at the top of the hour. That should be interesting. I'll let him know how frustrated I am that certain government officials, especially those who are uh, well-known for letting everybody know how supportive they are on Israel, are still almost completely silent on this uh, kidnapping episode see what he says see if he'll calm me down at all uh jm and the am a very impressed with the coverage that the manhattan day school uh, upper west side uh prayer gathering got last night unbelievable i was able to see the uh, reports that both uh, cbs here in new york and uh, nbc here in new york did and a kolakavo to everybody, uh, Javi Khan, Daniel Posner, of Besser, uh, the students of MDS who are on the Channel 4 report, uh, really did nicely. And I just, I, I continue and I, um, I, uh, I mentioned earlier how I continuously are, I'm hearing from every end of the community. The Yeshiva League community, uh, the, um, uh, the, uh, the Agudis Israel community, Lakewood, uh, I mean, it is just amazing how the uh, greater Jewish community, and I hope and pray it's like this around the world in every city at this point, the greater Jewish community that is focused on Israel uh, throughout the year have completely come together and are just, uh, as one, gathering to pray and to do whatever is possible, including contacting government officials to help uh, Gilad... Naftali, and Ayal, Just unbelievable. And uh, moments ago, a friend of mine informed me via email about thousands of people who were connected through the Chavetz Chaim Heritage Foundation to say to I mentioned the pictures I saw from the base Medrash Govoa in Lakewood, New Jersey, the largest yeshiva outside of Israel in the entire world, how they broke from their uh, schedule of Torah study to include a special prayer session for Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal. I spoke about the information that Rabbi Gertzelin from the Agudah gave me last night. How so many different shuls and smaller groups were connected in a massive uh, prayer service last evening. Uh, the the day schools and yeshiva high schools in the what I like to call the yeshiva league community have stepped up like crazy with different programs and initiatives uh, to um, to keep Gilad Naftali Eyal in our prayers and, and, and in our thoughts. Uh, the Upper West Side just being one of them. It's being replicated in so many different places throughout the community. And, uh, I mentioned that yesterday I had the, uh, thank God I was able to set aside the time and be with, uh, with four of my children at the Israeli consulate at 42nd Street and 2nd Avenue in New York City. Rabbi Avi Weiss brilliantly, as only he can do, led an amazing prayer service on behalf of the three kidnapped boys, and mentioned how his grandson is now among the Israeli soldiers who are searching for Gilad, Naftali, and Eyal. And um, it, it was just a, a beautiful get-together. So many amazing people, including a great group from SAR, came to be part of it. And um, it, it was amazing how many prominent members of the community... Uh, gathered together. I told Ben Broffman, one of the world's most well known attorneys, what a statement it is that you are able to be here and to participate. It will mean so much to so many people when they see that you and so many other community leaders, uh, took the time to, uh, to be part of what was, uh, a, a gathering that took under an hour, but was so impactful. And the media was there and, uh, the group made a tremendous impression on everybody who was, uh, who were eyewitnesses in the middle of Manhattan, to that gathering. So it was just amazing. And uh, the rabbinic leaders, the rabbinic leaders from all segments of the community, it was heartwarming to see that rabbinic leaders in all types of dress were there yesterday. Made a real real, uh, impact on me that so many different groups um uh, uh, right to left were represented so let's keep the pressure on as you heard me mention earlier um we are, we we are there there are some government officials there are members of the local state houses and other government officials who have come out with strong statements the statements by those on the national level, by members of the United States House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate, have been relatively weak. Maybe there's some exceptions. I did mention that I was somewhat impressed by Ted Cruz's demand that all of these activities of the PA and Hamas be linked to economic support from Washington. So that that at least has some some teeth to it. But the statements made by certain supporters of Israel, those who go around the community claiming that they're such supporters, were so weak. And nobody has gotten up just to publicly express outrage. Who is hiding behind these these mild and ridiculous statements? Why is nobody who represents our community and who, and who claims to be a supporter of Israel, why on earth are they not standing up at, a, at an impromptu press conference and expressing outrage? And we can have an effect by contacting them today. I mentioned earlier that I uh, spent a good part of yesterday trying to convince the staff of Senator Schumer to get on the air with us and address this issue of what Washington officials who care about Israel should be doing at this time. Uh, It seems that, uh, as I indicated in an email last night at 1130 to his staff, that they are turning down that invitation, and and we were going back and forth, and they certainly did understand the importance of addressing this community. They certainly uh, understood it. But obviously not enough to set aside the five minutes it would have taken to address it. So if there's any development regarding that, we'll let you know right here at JM in the AM. More coming up. It's five minutes before 8 o'clock on this uh, Tuesday broadcast. Uh, I do want to remind you that Michal Przanski, who was very patient with us, we had to postpone his uh, visit to us yesterday because of the circumstances. He'll hopefully join us tomorrow morning in hour number three here at JM in the AM. And we are... Anticipating and very excited about his arrival tomorrow morning. We'll talk about the brand new Cruise Control CD right here at JMAM. Uh, to wrap up the 7 o'clock hour, here's Simcoe Liner. Tuesday morning, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FN dial. Round the world on the web, it's JM and the AM.org. a uh, selection from pure soul which we will get back to here at jm and first we have a special guest with us live via telephone somebody who has been a uh, member of congress for quite a while and uh, somebody who actually has uh, an election coming up in the next week and uh, somebody I'm not sure if he ever thought he'd have this many Jews in his district and we'll explain what we're talking about in just a moment Charles Rangel uh, the honorable Charles Rangel is with us live via telephone he's of course a uh, member of the United States House of Representatives from New York's 13th Congressional District. Big election coming up a week from now. Congressman Rangel, it is a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM.
10: Thank you, Nature. It's good to be talking with
0: you this morning. I uh, I don't know if you recall, the last time you were on this show was a long time ago. It was right around the time the two of us met at a Catskills event up, in, up in Spring Glen, New York. I don't know if you remember it, but I remember one day you were on a big tour of the Catskill region about 20 years ago or so.
10: I think you're right. It was a councilman. <laughs> That's that right. Became a judge. That's that right. Up there. Boy, I you remember were, clearly. You remember? Of course I do. You
0: remember all the good times? I see.
10: I remember <laughs> it so well. And Erskine Hawkins, uh, for some reason, was playing there. I hadn't seen or heard of him in years.
0: I remember that reunion. That's so funny. I remember that. Wow, unbelievable! I'll tell you, time really goes by. Well, uh, Congressman, you have an election next week. It's a week from today, correct?
10: It really is, and uh, it's going to be close. And of course, I have a new district. Uh, that is uh, the last two years they they were doing reapportionment. They attached a part of the Bronx, uh, but um, I'm I'm confident that uh, the friends of mine that I've that have supported me over the years. Uh, would recognize this is serious that uh, there are a lot of un- things, things that are uh, undone that have to be done, and the president needs someone with the experience. And so, I, uh, I have every reason to believe the polls and the support that i win. But uh, we're working out because the the person who pulls out enough of their supporters is the one that's going to win this primary. It's June 24th, unfortunately, the only people running are members of Congress, so it's not the most exciting uh, voting day uh, in people's lives because no governors, no president, no mayors, no city council, just members of Congress, but it's it's an important primary.
0: Congressman Rangel is with us, and and, and all kidding aside, this might be the largest jewish representation in your district because am i right that i don't know if it was a a redistricting that increased the population or it's simply because of the growth of the jewish community in places like uh... uh... harlem and manhattan and washington heights up in that area that have just increased the numbers
10: They increased on the west side but the entire uh, u.s. population has increased and so uh, for most of all of the districts uh... In New York, we have expanded to include uh, the new population, but certainly we still remain only 435 members. And so uh, every group has uh, been increased, no question about it.
0: So our community, and again, not that uh, other communities do not, because you're, you're, I can imagine just in your district you're talking about a whole variety of neighborhoods and communities, but our community, uh, the one we speak to on a daily basis, could certainly have an influence in next week's election.
10: Well, not only that, but uh, Jewish people are very active uh, politically, especially in primaries. And it's so important that uh, most everyone realizes that in many uh, congressional districts, including mine, if you don't participate in the primary among Democrats, then comes November, where you expect an overwhelming Democratic vote, uh, then you don't get a chance to participate at all. Uh, The primary determines who is going to win uh, generally in the general election. So it's so important to have people all over the country, especially those who register as independent. It sounds so uh, good and civic to say independent, but it prohibits you from participating in Democratic primaries.
0: People should keep that in mind. Uh, The Honorable Charles Rangel is with us. His election is uh, the primary. is one-week from today, longtime member of the uh, United States House of Representatives, I'm frustrated this morning, and nothing to do with you, Congressman, because I, 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 I'm more frustrated at those representatives in Washington that yell and scream about their support for Israel and how much they care about what's going on. Uh, when it comes to Israel on a regular basis, and uh, you know, tour our events and neighborhoods, and never let us forget how they are the ones who always have Israel at the forefront. And now they are completely silent, or near completely silent, on this horrific episode of the kidnapping of the teenagers in Israel. So, like I said, this this complaint is not one that uh, I'm levying at you. It's just a a general frustration I have with certain members of government at this time
10: should be leveled at me and everybody else those that uh, support peace in the in the middle east and uh, and scream that we should have a a brokered uh, settlement uh, sometimes they get that when one part of it says uh, of the agreement of the so-called two uh, nation uh, state agreement that uh, that when one side says that they don't recognize the other it's going to uh, 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 liquidate the other or when uh, you find that the Hamas is uh, still uh, acting as though they're at war and the Palestinians can't control it, you got got a, a very, very big problem. And so it would seem to me that uh, the Palestinians have an obligation to the international community uh, to talk about being able to control the violence, because if they can't they are not, they're not ready uh, to be able to talk about peace, and still have the Hamas play the violent role that they continue to play.
0: Well, I hope so. I hope certain people follow uh, your advice and become more outspoken about uh, about this issue because it is uh, it's unbelievable to me that more has not been said and that more anger has not been expressed uh, about this uh, on a, a national level. About the kids. Well,
10: I think you gotta hear a lot more because uh, you know, we're dealing with teenagers, we're dealing with civilians, we you know, we're dealing
0: an American with
10: stay in the United States and I think that if people can have just the compassion as to what would they feel if you're talking peace and your kids have been kidnapped by the people that you're negotiating with, you you don't have to be an international diplomat to understand that it's not just israel it's the whole civilized world because if agreement was reached and this type of illegal conduct continued then you wouldn't have really an agreement at all so i think it's important not just for american members of congress but the international community uh, to show that when it when it's exercising and supporting peace it's uh, it's both sides that have to really show credibility if we're going to have any uh, international presence uh, with conflicts that we have all over the world.
0: You know, yesterday I had the uh, I I was able to attend the prayer rally uh, because of the situation now in Israel uh, in Manhattan at the Israeli consulate, and I was trying to convey to my kids how this went on on a regular basis when I was a kid, gatherings for Soviet jury, etc. Am I right? that you used to participate in those soviet jury rallies in new york city of
10: course uh, bob abrams and dave dinkins and i uh, felt so pleased when the Soviets finally realized that uh, there were people there that were being mistreated and and from what i hear some of that certainly not as bad as it was before is still going on as anti-semitism uh, appears to uh, be rising its ugly head again in europe so that the fight never stops, and that's the reason why I think it's so important uh for blacks and Jews who recognize that people who hate uh normally if Jews are on the list, blacks seem far behind, and the other addresses the same things. we'd be involved in more civil rights struggles, and it seems as though uh, there are many in the United States that uh, still don't believe that the unions won the civil War. <laughs> Yeah.
0: It's, it's funny because uh, I, I alluded to the event from years ago where we, uh, we were, where we were together, and I think that was the whole purpose at that time, was basically to show people that there is such a uh, advantage if the communities work together, if everybody gets together and just uh, you know, finds common cause and is able to, uh, to help each other in whatever way possible. And, all and the, this
10: is especially so, as it relates to Israel, so many Jews find comfort in the support that they get. Uh, because we're talking about the Jewish state, but in a sense I don't see how you can be an American patriot and ignore uh, the only democracy that's in that area and the only friends you don't have to call up and ask why you with me because the principles of both of our governments are the same and no matter what disputes we would have, there would be like having disputes in your own family, but certainly as relates to the chaos that surrounds uh, Israel, uh, I don't think the Congress or Americans have not have ever hesitated to show our friendship, our support, and our, our need for national security.
0: Uh, Congressman Rangel is with us. You you must take great pride in the the way that Iron Dome has done its job in Israel. By the way,
10: I was there. I saw it. It uh, it, it it really we shouldn't need those type of things, right. but. Uh, for a generation of kids to be raised and all they know is war can have such a traumatic uh, impact on their on their lives. And uh, when I see kids uh, having to go into uh, air raid shelters, the way our kids have to go to the bathroom, it's a, it's a terrible way to have to, to live. But uh, you're right, the domes really um, have tested. The, the effectiveness not just for Israel but for the whole world
0: no question about that finally I gotta ask you about New York City there's been a change at the top of course there's a new mayor I'm sure you're paying very careful attention to issues like uh, education housing and basically you know all these issues that are across the board for all communities and neighborhoods in New York City what kind of start would you say the uh, mayor has gotten off to with his administration
10: well one thing he's broken the mold of uh, doing business as usual And in terms of affordable housing, uh, which is a major problem in our city and our country, uh, he has made certain that the question of affordable housing is a part of the goal that we must achieve. I, for one, don't see any need for any more luxury housing, certainly not in my uh, congressional district. And it would seem to me that the tax resources and the other things we've had to Induce developers to come into our community. Well, they've come in and they've claimed that most all of it, and now it's time to put a moratorium on it and to move forward. Uh, this mayor is is going to be uh, tested, uh, but there's are just so many things that he symbolizes that we never should have had in the first place. Uh, the the administration, the previous administration's position on on stop and frisk. Uh, was not only controversial but it was unconstitutional and uh, we all want to make certain that weapons are uh, banned and taken off of the street at least in our great city uh, but when you just look at someone and determine that they're going to be stopped and searched because of their appearance rather than for reasonable evidence that they're carrying a dangerous weapon you know it starts off with young black kids and it goes to uh, Latino kids and white kids and before you know it, the law enforcement forgets that everyone has a presumption of innocence and it, it was scary and it didn't have to be because they thought that uh, Chief Kelly was a good law enforcement officer and he and his wife uh, have compassion for all people but criticism on stopping first kind of uh, caused them to get locked into a policy that just was not morally right.
0: Mm. Uh, finally, anything you want to say to the uh, young members of the Jewish community in your district uh, about next week's election? You want to, I know you want to see them vote and get involved, but maybe you can give them a little encouragement to get involved even beyond next week and to really get involved in the process in general.
10: It's no question. Uh, June 24th is going to be a very, very uh, difficult uh, date for people to remember But I do hope on June 25th, none of my constituents would say that they forgot to vote or they didn't vote. Uh, We want to make certain that our men and women overseas have an opportunity to participate, and that is the reason why our election was moved from September uh, to June. If only the state legislature had moved their uh, elections to June, it would have been more exciting, more people would have turned out, and... And we would have saved over $50 million. But the facts are what they are, and we will be the only ones on the ballot. And uh, I think if you take a look at the two or three opponents that I have, you reach the conclusion that I've had the experience working with the administration and that uh, New York has really uh, benefited from my leadership. I'm the dean of the delegation, I have support of the uh, leadership, and I just hope that People take the time out and to and to vote, and I appreciate, really, uh, this great opportunity to be once again on, on your program. I look forward, even after election, to discuss some of the issues that your listenership uh, is involved in, Nature.
0: Uh, great reuniting, Congressman. Thank you so much, and uh, good luck next week.
10: Thank you so much, and, and thanks to your listening audience for the support they've given to me over the years.
0: Congressman Charles Rangel. Uh, he's running next week. He has been, uh, one of the most, uh, I- interesting, to say the least, members of the United States House of Representatives over the last, uh, 20 plus years. And, uh, as I said, he has always been a big advocate of the work that, um, all the different communities in his district and beyond can do if they work together. Uh, JMNAM Tuesday at 18 minutes after 8 o'clock. More coming up. Keep it at 91.1 FM. 90. Point 0.1 FM in the Catskills Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world in the web Jamie the AM.org. Michael Przenski, who is scheduled to join us tomorrow morning uh, here at JMM, I look forward to greeting him with the brand new CD. Twenty-eight minutes after eight o'clock, we encourage everybody to continue to uh, arrange for special prayer gatherings to him uh, throughout the community, throughout the world. Uh, I have been mentioning uh, many times during this radio program how amazing it is to hear of so many different. Uh, segments of our community who are joining in, in prayer and Tehillim gatherings, uh, everywhere. And, uh, many of them are, uh, making a very, very big impact. Keep it going. Let us, uh, make sure we do what we can for Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal. Had the privilege of being at the uh, prayer rally yesterday in New York City. Kudos to Rabbi Avi Weiss, who again brilliantly led a an appropriate and important and timely hitting the streets immediately on the first weekday after uh, we learned of what had gone on and we were able to gather in Manhattan across from the Israeli consulate with a great group of students from SAR and wonderful people from the community and many community leaders and distinguished members of the community many rabbinic leaders of all types. It was just heartwarming, an amazing experience. I hope that other cities are are planning the same type of public demonstrations. I don't mean protest, I mean a demonstration of support. We wish that some of the government officials that spend so much time telling us how they stand up for Israel and the Jewish people, we wish that some of them would get up And express outrage and anger. Or maybe just start with a statement that has some real teeth to it. That has something significant in it. I mentioned earlier in a couple of venues, both here and on social media, how we miss Ed Koch. And it might sound crazy, but Ed Koch would have found a way, as he did in an episode shortly before his death to pressure those public officials that claim to always stand for Israel to make their voices heard. It is an outrage that certain government officials have not been yelling and screaming and demanding what Ted Cruz demanded yesterday, that there be economic consequences to the PA tied to this kidnapping episode. We reached out yesterday to Senator Schumer's office, begging him to address this issue on the air, to address this issue to the community, to talk it out with us about what Washington's role as a member of the House or of the Senate is in a situation like this. It sounded like we'd be able to have that conversation today. Unfortunately, late last night it became obvious it would not happen. But we need public officials, especially those who never stop reminding us about their support for Israel, to be outraged, to be yelling and screaming that three of our boys are being held by the enemy and are under circumstances that none of us want to imagine. The most recent powerful video to come out of Israel is a video with the words of, Mrs. Frankel, Naftali Frankel's mother direct from the Holy Land
11: We've just met for the first time the families of Eyal, Gilad and Naftali It was a very emotional meeting very significant We met good, strong, God-fearing people and we're trying from here to send strength to everybody that's involved in this effort to the soldiers, to the government, to the prime minister that's in touch with us. We pray that everybody involved, the soldiers and our children, will come home harmless. We're full of thanks for everybody involved. And it's very important to us to say, these days we feel a tremendous hug of love and support from all over. send us so much prayer and love and good energy. It, it keeps us strong. We request, we request that everybody continue praying and um, continue all the good deeds. Just pass it on. We, we just wish to hug our, our children home. Naftali, Eyal, Gilad, we love you. We miss you. Please be strong. Hold on. Be strong. We love you. We want to hug you again. Thank you.
0: Elbaz and Company. Yeah, obviously a song created uh, very recently. Bring back our boys, J.M. And AM Tuesday. You know, people are asking me, "What do you want, Nahum? What do you want?" Because I am, I am just—I've had it with the with the two line, uh, you know, public statements uh, telling everybody that Hamas is a terror organization. Um. So I don't know exactly what I want, and I'm not sure what 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 all the frustrated people in our community want. But I can tell you this much. And I'm not addressing this to local officials at the moment, or those from uh, who serve in state houses that have released great statements. Call a vote to you and thank you. But let's start with this. Let's choose an appropriate venue. Let Let's do what everyone else does in these situations. Let's choose an appropriate venue. I don't know, Israeli consulate in front of some Israeli flags, uh, the Brooklyn neighborhood where the Frankel family is from. I don't know. Choose an appropriate location. Washington, D.C., if that's where the members of the House and Senate are now. Whatever. Choose an appropriate backdrop. And let's invite, or let let one leader in Congress, let one leader in Congress, a senator from this area, a congressman from this area, invite I don't know, 15, 20 representatives in the House and Senate who are always outspoken about their support of Israel to get together and express outrage. Let's start with that. Let's start ignoring and being satisfied with the two-line statements of complete insignificance. And let's get a group of congressional representatives from the House and Senate to get together and yell and scream about this for a few minutes and demand that the White House act or at least, uh, at least at least make a statement that the White House should be tying financial support for the PA to this episode or threaten that they'll do so, something. Let's start with that. We have seen members of our community come out in physical form to pray, to rally, to express themselves. Let us see our leaders in Washington, who never miss an opportunity to remind us how supportive they are of Israel, participate in one event like I described. Just get together on the steps of something and express outrage and yell and scream as a father and mother that, that there are kidnapped teenagers sitting in God knows what type of situation right now. In the uh, hills of Judea. Let's start with that Tuesday morning broadcast. That was, of course, a uh, what is already being considered an anthem in support of the boys, done by uh, God Elbaz. I'll show us before that. Sixteen minutes before nine o'clock. It's J.M. in the A.M. And uh, I remind you, Michal Przanski is scheduled to join us tomorrow. He's got a brand new CD out, which we will discuss at some point in the uh, 8 o'clock hour tomorrow, right here at JM in the AM. And uh, I, I again feel the need to just compliment all the schools and shuls and community groups and yeshivot and yeshivas, everybody who has been spectacular In this unified effort, and you heard the words of Mrs. Frankel, she and the other parents feel it from around the world. From around the world, not just from our area, but from everywhere. They feel the support. They feel the amazing and incredible uh, love and affection that's being tossed their way. We have to make sure to keep that going. And we pray that her wish that she just expressed happens very soon. That those parents hug their children ASAP. More coming up. This is JM in the AM. pointed out something that uh, as an addendum to what I said earlier about how we miss Ed Koch. He would have been out there pressuring people to uh, to make a statement, to take some action. You know who we miss? We miss Al D'Amato. My late brother used to have a tongue-in-cheek uh, observation. He would say the only Jewish leader who was there for us in Crown Heights was Aldamato, <laughs> which is pretty funny when you think about it, but pretty sad, of course, as well, because uh, if you think back to that era, there were very few people at the beginning of that episode who were willing to speak out from our community, and it seems that that um, we're going through the same type of thing here with public officials who, for whatever reason, because of where the kidnapping took place or, or because they don't want to put pressure on their president at the moment, seems that we're going through a, a very similar Type of thing, by the way, if any members of Congress end up heeding my advice and uh, i don 't know if they will uh let us know who was invited to participate uh in the uh, in the session that I described uh expressing outrage and making public statements uh who was invited who uh decided to participate and who did not it's an important this is an important scorecard for the community in my opinion because this is uh this is a time we need leadership. We need people speaking out, and it seems too many of them are are avoiding, are avoiding the uh, you know getting getting into it, and uh, really declaring uh, what they need to declare in this situation. Um, wanted to get to a um, a couple of Mazel Tov wishes. First of all, a big shout-out to our friends out at Hafter. The eighth graders in Hafter, out in the five towns are graduating tonight. And to uh, Shoshana Wallach and all of her colleagues at the Hafter. I wanted to say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Also got an email. Yosef uh, Dauber and uh, Samantha Rieger are getting married tonight. And... um <laughs> and, uh, that's funny. Uh, y- Yosef is a triplet. So this, uh, so Dr. Dauber writes to me, um, Emir by your triplet. So I appreciate that. So he has one triplet who's about to get married tonight, another triplet who's engaged. So we say mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And I think with everything that was going on toward the end of last week, uh, I may have missed one of uh, listener Sina's requests for a Mazel Tov wish. Um... Hey, Cena, if I did, send it to me again if you don't mind. I can't seem to find it, and I apologize for that. But after all, the volume of Mazel Tov wishes, thank God, that come from her email box is uh, so amazing and so uh, so large that you can understand if uh, if one specific one happens to uh, fall through the cracks. JM and the AM, Michal Przanski, tomorrow here on this program, uh, we will continue to, uh, ask public officials to get out there and join in the effort that the community has been spectacular with. And that is keeping Gilad Naftali and Ayal at the forefront in everyone's hearts and everyone's minds at this time. We want to see public officials again, especially those who are Constantly reminding all of us how dedicated they are to Israel and to our people. We want to see them in some public demonstration of outrage at this situation. Demanding that Washington become more involved. And that certainly Washington consider economic repercussions against the Palestinian Authority if this continues. Who will be brave enough among the members of the House of Representatives in the United States Senate to actually go ahead and participate in something like that. Who will be brave enough to call for that type of gathering and start inviting people to participate in Washington or New Jersey or New York or anywhere together as one. That should be it, by the way. All members of the House and Senate from New York, New Jersey, should be encouraged to get together with so many residents in these two states focused on what's happening now in Israel. They should get together and make these statements, express the outrage, make it at least seem that there's a strong presence in Washington when it comes to issues like this regarding the Jewish people in the state of Israel. We'll see if anybody responds and uh, if anybody's brave enough to do that. Close things out on a uh, jam in the AM Tuesday morning with Zevi Kaufman.
3: Mm-hmm. Shema <laughs> Yisroel.
0: my brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listened to his sponsor, WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. That closes out another uh, edition of JM and the AM. Don't forget Michal Brzezinski tomorrow. Looking forward to his visit. And Thursday we are scheduled to broadcast from the United Nations. How ironic! In a week like this, we are scheduled to do our JMNAM broadcast from the United Nations coming Thursday. Try to get you details on that tomorrow, right here at JMNAM. Continue to pray for Gilad, Naftali, and Ayal. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you: remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.